Hello friend, how have you been? Is the weather nice out there? Well, either way, it's always cosy here in the quiz cupboard. Come on in. I remain John, your host, and don't worry, that's all the small talk I require because I've rigidly structured our social time around 20 trivia questions. Four rounds, two points per question, so 40 is the upper limit. Yes, we can still have fun, but I would like it to be within quiz parameters, please, so don't be disruptive, yeah? I've done this for you, so... My geode must be acknowledged! Anyway, round one is a connections round. As usual, it's four general knowledge questions to twist that noggin and a fifth question, which will be, what is the connection between the previous four answers? Consider yourself warned about that. Maybe bear it in mind, eh? So question one, on which Mediterranean island are the towns of Messina and Catania? On which Mediterranean island? Island are the towns of Messina and Catania. Was question one. Question two. Which 2019 film starring Himesh Patel and Lily James tells the story of a musician who finds he's the only person to remember the Beatles and becomes famous after taking credit for their songs? I will repeat. Which 2019 film starring Himesh Patel and Lily James tells the story of a musician who finds he's the only person to remember the Beatles and becomes famous after taking credit for their songs? Name of the film, please, for question two. Question three. What Hasbro trademarked game uses a planchette to help players allegedly communicate with the dead? Question three again. What Hasbro trademarked game uses a planchette to help players allegedly communicate with the dead. Question four. Which Star Wars character speaks the immortal line Picha Wanchi Lok Tang Nani Du Chonky Troy? Translation, I will not give up my favourite decoration. Yep, you have to hear question four again. Which Star Wars character speaks the immortal line Picha Wanchi Lok Tang Nani Du Chonky Troy? I will not give up my favourite decoration, that means in English. Which character says that in Star Wars? And question five, of course, what is the connection between the previous four answers? There is one. Tell me what it is and your reward will be two points, as will be your reward for a correct answer on each of those five questions. Round one is over. Customarily now, I play music and then we do round two. Let's do that this time too. Round two this week is second the best. We're back with it. Each question here is not in fact a question, but more of a category or specification. You must give me one answer only. And if your answer is the first thing in that category, well done, you get a single point. However, if you choose to tell me the second thing instead, you'll get two crunchy chocolate-covered points. For example, if the category was longest rivers in Africa, the Nile would bag you one point. Fine, sure. But the two-point answer there would be the river Congo, the second longest river in Africa. That's the gist of this round. You understand, and so do I. Let's begin. So... Question slash category one is books of the Bible. Books of the Bible. Also books of the Torah slash Pentateuch. The first five are all the same. So tell me either the first or second book of the Bible, depending on how many points you think you want. Question two is species of whale by length. According to whalefacts.org, I'm inspired by Tim from 
an earlier episode there, species of whale by length. So tell me the longest uh, type of whale if you want. I think that's the more obvious one. Or the second longest if you like points that is. Species of whale by length is question two. Question three, largest continents on earth by area. Now we are going here with the seven continent model commonly taught in English speaking schools. Have a pause and a count of all the continents in your head if you like and then tell me what you think either the biggest or the second largest by area might be. Largest continents on earth by area is question three. Question four, ghosts in a Christmas carol by Charles Dickens in order of appearance. So ghosts that appear in the novella A Christmas Carol. It's famous by Charles Dickens in order of appearance, please. So the first ghost or the second ghost to appear. Question five, numbers in German. Easy enough, you may think, but I'm going to be super cruel here and ask you to spell them correctly. Numbers in German brackets spelled correctly. So the number one or the number two in German but spelled out, of course. And if you get one letter wrong in that spelling, you're not going to get anything. So choose wisely. Choose wisely with all of them. Actually, that's my uh, advice in retrospect. Round two uh, is already over. We are cranking through the rounds here, but don't worry, I'm sure I'll get bogged down in my usual way at some point around round three. Let's see if that happens after this music. Right, round three, is that the time already? Okay, round three is another blast of meter reading. The poetry round, where you name the next word. Now, last time I was lucky enough to snare the vocal talents of Liam Neeson. And this week, I wanted to go with someone equally experienced at public speaking. And here she comes now. Hello, Your Majesty. Nice to meet you. Hello. Hello, uh, I'm John. It's lovely of you to come. Thank you. And what do you do? Uh, well, it's a, it's a sort of audio quiz uh, podcast. Really? How fascinating. And you enjoy that, do you? Well, not really, but, you know, the demand is just so high and duty calls. You know what I mean. And how are you finding life in the United Kingdom? <laughs> just one of my little jokes there. Yes. Apparently, I'm actually quite funny. Although, would anybody tell me if I wasn't? <laughs> Certainly not me. Typical. The English are so dull sometimes. You got me there. Shall we begin? Tikichi-boo. Yes. So, well, I'm sure it's been explained to you. Uh, you're going to read some poetry for us very kindly, and then you're going to stop at a prearranged word, and the listeners are supposed to tell us what the next word would be. It's, it's quite fun. It's all right. Let's get this done. I've got to open a B&Q in Sunderland, and after that I'm posing for the flipping stamps again. Oh, dear. Right. Well, question one is the William Wordsworth, if you wouldn't mind. I wandered lonely as a cloud that floats on high over vales and hills. When all at once I saw a crowd. Ah. Fabulous. You read very well, Mum, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, yes, all at once I saw a crowd. A what? What's he on about there, William Wordsworth? Tell me the next word and you will get two points. Next up is the W.H. Auden, please. Stop all the clocks. Cut off the telephone. Prevent the dog from barking with a juicy bone. Silence the pianos and with muffled drum. Ring out there. Silence the pianos and with muffled drum, bring out the what? 
A very solemn-sounding poem from W.H. Auden there. Is that going to be a clue to your answer? I don't know. It's your answer. It's your problem now. Uh, Question three. We're going to Clement Clark Moore. A visit from St. Nicholas. Let's go. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was. Not a creature was what? All through the house... You know the next word, I'm sure. Tell me it for two points. Question four. We're back to a very solemn poem. This one by John Donne. Any man's death diminishes me because I'm involved in mankind and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for... It tolls for who therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for... Who? Highbrow stuff here on the quiz cupboard. That was question four. And one final question of the round. It's the Spike Milligan at the bottom of the page there, please. On the Ningangong, where the cows go bong, and the monkeys all say... Perfect. Thank you very much. On the Ningangong, where the cows go bong, and the monkeys all say... What? What intelligence do those monkeys want to share with us? That's the end of round three metre reading. Our guest will return in time for the answers. But for now, there you know what it is. It's more music. Let's listen to it. Their minimum objective must be the entire world. Right, I'm psyched up for round four. The name of the round is I Want to Live Like Commentators. Well, we've got this far without a dedicated sport round. Just a pause there to let you finish that childish groan of yours. I think episode seven is pretty good going, actually. And don't worry, maybe you'll do okay. Against my better judgment, this round doesn't require a deep knowledge of football statistics. In fact, all I need you to do is listen to a short slice of audio from a particular sport, including some helpful commentary from the broadcast, and tell me what sport you're hearing. You'll get the hang of it very quickly, I'm sure, with question one, which sounds like this. Curry pushing it up, Van Vliet in pursuit. Iguodala back out to green. Thompson, one fake, one dribble, one shot. Got it! Golden State retakes the lead. Time out, Toronto. What a turnaround for the Warriors. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? Just tell me the sport for two points. Look, you're going to have to participate in the sport round if you want those points you claim to crave. So what's the sport? That was question one. Question two is going to be this. Weapons that the All Blacks have that not a lot of people see when they're scoring tries are plenty in the back line or all over the park is how dominant they can be up front and how good their scrum is at the moment. They're getting parity but on the wrong side of a few penalties and it goes to show how very good that Springbok front row is. Utter gibberish or a very knowledgeable description of what's happening in a sport? Well, it is the second one. I just want you to tell me what the sport is for two points. Question three is this. I like the way they held onto that pike. It showed real control. Just a quick one there, but I think the commentary combined with those lovely sound effects should give you enough to get the answer. Question four coming up right now. Fernandez 30-40 wants the first serve, gets the first serve. It's a short ball. She steps forward with the forehand, the off forehand. She's buzzed! What a beauty from Radicano! Fernandez! 
is stranded at the net. Raducanu passes the Canadian. She gets the break and she leads 4-2. Jargon heavy, but I think very gettable. Question four, what's the sport? And let's finish off with question five, shall we? This is a nice one. Ikioi shows a spirited Tachiai Kagayaki drives Ikioi to the edge, but Ikioi rallies. Kagayaki pushes Ikioi back to the about the center of the dojo. Kagayaki now has a firm grip on Ikioi. He launches, but Ikioi counters with a beautiful Shitate Nage to take the match. Ikioi wins for the first time in 10 days. Right, sorry if you lost money like I did on that round. I never thought Ikioi would come back, but there we go, a win for him. And them's your questions for episode 7. As usual, you're allowed, nay, required to scroll back and listen again if there's anything you want another blast of. I want you to fully do yourself justice here, and I know you don't want to come in half-cocked when the answers come around, which, by the way, will be after this music plays. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? So rewind your mind to round one, which was connections. I've got four general knowledge questions. And the fifth question being the connection. One was, on which Mediterranean island are the towns of Messina and Catania? The answer, Sicily. Sicily, the football to the boot of Italy. So Sicily, the answer, two points if you got that. The 2019 film about someone who pretends to invent the songs of the Beatles, was called Yesterday. So yesterday, your answer for two points. For question two, question three, what Hasbro trademarked game uses a planchette to help players allegedly communicate with the dead? Ouija, or Ouija, or... The Luigi board? Officially spelled O-U-I-J-A. But however you spelled it, you know whether you got it right or not for two points. Question four, it was that lovely quote, Picha Wanchi Lok Batang Nani Du Chonki Troy. The polyglots among you will have been able to tell that that was the language Hutties, spoken most prominently by Jabba the Hut, saying, I will not give up my favourite decoration. So Jabba the Hut is your answer there for two points. And for question five, the connection between the previous four answers. This might be another one, I think, where writing it down will have helped. I'll say the answers again. Sicily, Yesterday, Ouija, Jabba the Hut. Now, the answer here is the word yes in different languages. Sicily begins with S-I-C, which is Spanish or Italian for yes. Yesterday, the second answer obviously begins with yes. That's English. Ouija, that's two of the word yes in different languages. Uh, Yes in French is the beginning of that, oui. And Jabba the Hutt begins with J-A, which is Ja, which is the German or various other languages word for yes. So the word yes in different languages is the connection there. A significant assist on that round from friends and quiz senseis Gemma and Tom. So thanks very much to them for that. And congratulations to them on their 10 points for that round. They will be claiming them. Don't you worry about that. Round two, second the best. You're not marking right or wrong. You're marking one, two or zero. So Question one, books of the Bible slash Torah slash Pentateuch slash Old Testament, whatever you like. Uh, The first book of the Bible, Genesis. So one point for that for Genesis and two points if you said the second book of the Bible, Exodus, Moses, etc. Exodus, 
is the second book of the Bible for two points. Question two, species of whale by lengths. According to goodoldwhalefacts.org, the biggest whale, and in fact the biggest animal to have ever existed on this planet, weighing the same as 30 Tyrannosaurus rex, and up to and over 100 feet in length is the blue whale. Of course, the blue whale is your answer for one point if you went safe with that. Now, a bit of a gamble if you went for two. And the answer, a tricky one, fin whale. The fin whale, F-I-N, grows up to 90 feet long. So it is the second largest species of whale by length. It is known for its speed, up to apparently 29 miles per hour in a sprint, which is, I checked, faster than Usain Bolt's top recorded speed during a 100 meters. And it's a whale. So there you go, the fin whale, a worthy second place silver medal winner and your two-point answer. Question three, largest continents on Earth by area. This is using the seven-continent model, remember. First, Asia. Quite clearly the largest continent. There is 45 million square kilometers, imagine that, and contains 60% of human beings on the Earth. So one point for Asia only. Uh, And two points if you said Africa, the second largest continent, which has 30 million square kilometers to its name. So two points for Africa, one point for Asia there. Question four, Ghosts in a Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens in order of appearance. This is as close to a trick question as I'm ever going to give you because the first ghost in Christmas Carol is Jacob Marley, Scrooge's old partner. So one point for Jacob Marley. No, he doesn't have a brother called Robert in the novella. You're thinking of the Muppets. And ghost number two, therefore, is the ghost of Christmas past. If you said the ghost of Christmas present, I am afraid nothing for you because that is the third ghost to appear in the novella. One point for Jacob Marley, therefore, and two for the ghost of Christmas past. And the final question of the round, numbers in German spelled correctly. Now, we've all said eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, you know, and so on, haven't we? But how do you spell those first two? Well, one is ein, specifically, and it's spelt E-I-N. So one point for that. Maybe the slightly easier of the two to spell, so perhaps you played it safe there. And zwei is two. That is spelt Z-W-E-I. Z-W-E-I. For two points there, because that is the number two in German, and that's how that round works. I'm sure you're adding up as you go, right? So let's move straight on to round three. Welcoming back our guest, uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And first, it was William Wordsworth. All at once, I saw a crowd, a what? Well, let's hear the full answer. I wandered lonely as a cloud that floats on high over vales and hills, when all at once I saw a crowd a host of golden daffodils. Yes, indeed. A host was your two-point answer there. All at once I saw a crowd, a host of golden daffodils. W.H. Auden, a slightly more sombre affair for question two. Bring out the... what? Let's see what we're bringing out. Stop all the clocks. Cut off the telephone. Prevent the dog from barking with a juicy bone. Silence the pianos and with muffled drum. Bring out the coffin. Let the mourners come. Yes, I'm afraid it was the coffin that we were bringing out. Bring out the coffin, that poem made famous in the 90s by the Richard Curtis film Four Weddings and a Funeral, used there to great effect. The answer, coffin. Question three and happier times are here. It was the night before Christmas and all through the house. 
Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Excellent, thank you. Yes, the answer, stirring. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Question four, back into sad mode. John Don. Any man's death diminishes me because I'm involved in mankind and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. It does indeed. It tolls for thee. T-H-E-E, -E, of course. You. It tolls for you. Question five was this. On the ning nong where the cows go bong, and the monkeys all say boo, there's a nong-nang-ning where the trees go ping, and the teapots jibber-jabber-joo. Yes, the UK's favourite comic poem there by Spike Milligan on the ning nang nong where the cows go bong, and the monkeys all say, it turns out, boo. B-O-O, boo. Well, that's all for the poetry round, meter reading. Thanks very much to our guest reader, the Queen of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Head of the Commonwealth and Defender of the Faith, Elizabeth II. Thank you for the invitation, John. It has been one of my life's greatest honours. Fare thee well. Fare thee well. Oh, what a polite lady. Right, round four answers coming up. It was the sport round. I needed you for question one to tell me what sport this was. And it is basketball. Listen to those squeaky sneakers. Maybe you know the players, maybe you know the teams. The answer is basketball, anyhow. Basketball, two points. Here was question two. Weapons that the All Blacks have that not a lot of people see when they're scoring tries. Scoring tries, okay. Plenty in the back line or all over and plenty the more jargon, but I think it's pretty clear that we're talking about rugby here, specifically rugby union, if you want to get technical, but you can definitely have rugby as your answer for question two for two points. Little shout out for the Springboks there as well, the South African national team towards the end, so rugby. Question three was this. Some banging sounds. A splash. I like the way they held onto that pike. And a pike. It, it can only control. be one thing, and that is diving. You may have gathered there that that was synchronised diving, if you've got a very keen ear, but diving is more than enough for me. So two points for diving. Question four here. Fernandez, 30, 40, once the first serve gets so we have first serve, serve here. We have 30, 40. And Raducanu, referring, of course, to the British player Emma Raducanu, who plays tennis. 4-2. Uh, that was the US Open final from last year there in tennis, which is the answer for two points. And lastly, number five. I hope you had fun deducing this one. So obviously some form of martial art, it sounds like, with some Japanese terminology. So if you know your tachi eye from your nekodamashi, which I, I suppose, do now, then you will have deduced that this is sumo wrestling. There was a reference to the dojo there. We've got, yeah, we've got all sorts of terminology. No idea what that was, but yes. The answer there, sumo wrestling specifically. I don't think I'm going to take wrestling or any other form of martial art because sumo wrestling is a glorious sport in and of itself. Okay, that's your lot for this week. I hope you beat your quiz nemesis or just did yourself proud. Let me know on the usual social media, which remains at Quiz Cupboard, or you can even email me at quizcupboard at gmail.com. Well, I do enjoy our visits. You've been the sweetest guest as usual. Do come back and see me again soon in the Quiz Cupboard. Hey, doll.